Hey y'all, this is Hamza, and I'm super happy we get to hang out for a little bit. Hi guys, this is uh, Hamza. Welcome to Hanging Out with Hamza today. Uh, we have a special guest on. Her name is Joy. Uh, she's actually one of my good friends I met recently. Um, we met through Figs, of course, and she is also a dentist that practices in Houston. And we kind of connected through uh, like a interesting shared experience. Uh, we both had rather uh, unhealthy relationships in our past that we kind of overcame and grew through and joy was a big help in helping me through that so that's kind of our connection and she's just been an incredible friend ever since we've always caught up with each other and kind of kept in touch with each other ever since and I really wanted to have her on the podcast because I think just as a human being as a woman as a fellow dentist she just has a lot to um, offer in terms of just being an incredible human. And I felt like I needed to share that on my podcast. So, uh, without further ado, here's joy. I'm gonna let her introduce herself and yeah. Thank you. That was such a nice intro. You're welcome. It's true. Oh, I appreciate that. Yeah. I'm joy. Um, yeah, I'm a dentist in Houston. I love, I have a dog. I'm obsessed with her, but I really call myself a part-time dentist, a full-time leisure specialist. That is what I do, and that's who I am. I'm just all about leisure. I don't care that much about... Well, that's not true. I do care about career and those types of things, but more than anything, I just want to live a life of peace and abundance and just build relationships with people. Yeah, and I think that's really what helped me connect with her. Uh, I just felt like the first conversation we had was almost like an immediate friendship that we developed. Uh, it was very natural and uh, took zero effort. And I think the reason I wanted to bring her on here was I, a lot of what I've seen through her development is um, like one example I kind of brought up with her was she shaved her head at one point in her life and that kind of became a part of her identity, which signified her kind of um, break away from that hurt self that she went through and became this independent, powerful person that kind of took over their life in a way. And I think shaving her head was part of that kind of signal of development and personal growth. And uh, we talked about it the other night and I forgot everything I said about it, but hopefully she can kind of uh, verbalize it a bit better. Yeah. I didn't realize, like, when you were telling me, I was like, hmm, I guess that's true. Yeah. But I shaved my head after the first year of dental school, and that first year of dental school was terrible for me. Yeah. I had a terrible time. I was, like, getting, like, making new friends, losing old friends. My relationship at the time, I had broken up with my ex. That was before we got back together again. <laughs> but at that time, it was just like, I'm going to do this for me. Yeah. And whatever comes of it, comes of it. If I hate it, I'll just put on a wig and hide for the summer. But if I love it, then that's crazy. Yeah. And here I am three years later. No hair on my head. No plans to put any more hair on my head. And I think that life has opened up for me, not because of that, but since then, just like that change of my mindset. Yeah, I think it's like, yeah, it's like a physical thing and it's definitely a visual change, but it's also like something I think was personally like empowering for you. And 
I think it was also inspiring for other people because I think there's a lot of females that follow you and males that see that and how you kind of took that kind of control of yourself and you took that identity identity as your own. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, that's what kind of drew me to you in the first place too. I think that confidence and that like that um, self-awareness that you don't see a lot on Instagram, especially because everything's filtered and, you know, fake for the most part. Um, so when you see that confidence, it's, it's very rare and it's appreciated. And I think even when I talk to you, like, obviously we've both talking, like we're not fully healed. We're still like broken in certain aspects. Work in progress at all times. Yeah. But you've definitely instilled a lot of confidence in me and, uh, just kind of reminded me how much you have to like love yourself and know that you're hot shit and a lot of stuff like that. And I think that's a big reason why I wanted you on this podcast, because in terms of like passion, we were trying to figure out together what your passion was. And I think a big part of it is just yourself, like, you know, having a passion for self-love and self-awareness. And I love that because, you know, firstly, because we don't have to talk about dentistry, which is a relief. Amazing. (laughs) Also just like, you know, your ability to like, hopefully inspire people listening to this podcast, especially a lot of people who've gone through what we've went through or are going through what we're going through. Um, I think the best thing is to be able to share that, you know, with more people um, because you basically take that pain and that, that it's like kind of like our responsibility after that. Like once you go through it, I think it's a responsibility on our part to like help people Mm -hmm. who are going through it because we understand it and you gain this empathy and appreciation for that. And you know that it's like, it's not something a lot of people can understand to a certain degree. Right. And it's hard. Like, you don't want to, you feel super isolated, kind of. And I don't want anyone to feel like they're alone in this or that nobody's ever, like, nobody understands them because maybe nobody understands exactly what you're going through, but you can relate somehow. And if anything that I've learned in my journey can help you in yours, that's what we're going to do. Yeah. And so, I mean, it can be a relationship related or it can be about a toxic work environment, toxic relationship, a toxic family. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's something unhealthy. And sometimes people have trouble breaking free of it or they have trouble disconnecting from that. And I think you helped me a lot with that by kind of realizing that the only way to disconnect is to love yourself first and, you know, try to avoid jumping into another relationship or try to avoid doing anything that takes you away from realizing like what you need to work on and um so in that regard i wanted to see if you could like maybe give further insight onto how you got through your situation and like what led you to shave your head and how you kind of identified all of that yourself um okay i've always wanted to shave my head okay I've wanted to do that, especially the last few years of college. I was like, there's so much, because I went to Howard University, Mm -hmm. go Bison, HBCU. So it is a campus full of beautiful black people. Yeah. And so I want to keep up with them. I want to, I don't want to look like everybody else, but I want to look good and take care of myself in the way that everyone else cares about their appearance too. And trying to do that, it was fun. I had a great time getting my hair done with the sew-ins, all that stuff. But it was never something that I actually enjoyed doing. I hate doing my hair. Yeah. I hate having to curate what I look like and just do the makeup. Because I'm not, I feel like I'm not good at those things, so I don't want to do them. Yeah. 
And also it took up a lot of time and effort and money. And I'm like, this is, I don't need to do this. Yeah. So then finally, after the first year of dental school, I was like, it is the summer. I have two weeks of summer <laughs> and I'm going to see what happens if I just go for it. Yeah. And I had kind of been dabbling in it. Like I'd try different Snapchat filters, be like, what would I look like, Bob? <laughs> My sister also cut her hair. Did it, was it accurate when you did the Snapchat filter? Did it, it sure like, was. Yeah. So it kind of further mm -hmm. helped make you the just uh... Yes. I was like, if, if the Snapchat filter says I look okay with no hair and my sister looks good with no hair, I can do this too. Yeah. And you do look great. You look Thank beautiful. you. Yeah. But this was, this is like the last iteration of it because I started out with like a little bit. Yeah. So you went like step by step mm -hmm. before you finally. And honestly, I look best with nothing on my head. So yeah. that is what I've gotten to. But at that, like at the same time I was doing that, I was like, there's nothing to hide behind Joy. Like, there's nothing, you can't hide behind a banging, a, some braids. Like, no, this is just you. This is what you look like. And if you can't accept that, then that is a you problem. Yeah. And it's kind of like, it's weird. It's kind of like a vulnerability in a physical manner too. It's kind of like you're vulnerable to the cold air and the temperature and everything, but also you're vulnerable because you can't change who you are as a person. Like even me, like if I want to dress appropriately for like a business meeting, I have to like comb my hair back and make it nice and clean and stuff. Mm -hmm. But when I go out, I can be messy and do whatever. So like in that sense, you're the same way no matter what right. you just have to be comfortable in that sense which was pretty incredible mm -hmm. um do you feel like once you did that you gained a sense of confidence or a different personality after you did that like did it change your identity it was more of a i'm done dealing with things that stress me out okay and so if i cut out everything that is stressing me out causing me possible stress then it's just a standard for myself and for the people I interact with. So if you are stressing me out, you're going to have to get cut off. In the same way that my hair was stressing me out, it's going to get cut off too. Okay. Like it is so simple. So just you were able to carry that over to every aspect of your life. Yeah. And of course you can't really do that with people too much. I try my best. Yeah. To make it happen, but um, <laughs> that's not a good thing sometimes, but sometimes it is a good thing. Yeah. You know, you have a really hard time letting go of people and letting go of things that you just feel like need to be in your life in order for you to be happy or for you to reach this goal. And it's like, you could probably do without it. You might be much better off without than with. Yeah. And that's, so just to kind of like give you guys a heads up. So that's also why Joy and I connected in that sense is I think she helped me work on my people-pleasing manners and stuff like that. And I think there's a lot of me that, you know, always feels obligated to do stuff for people, even if they hurt me or if there was something that went wrong. And I think she kind of gave me this kind of identity of, like, you need to realize your worth and your self, um, like, be more self-aware of your quality and know who is worth that time and who isn't and if they can't appreciate that time you are more than welcome to cut them out of your life. And I think the fact that you were able to develop that just from the simple act of shaving your head is incredible because, again, you're able to like teach somebody like me without me needing to shave my head or anything like that, but just you being able to learn the lessons. Need to. I know, and it's like something I can keep in mind. But I mean, I think for me, like even like, it sounds silly, but even like painting my nails was like this kind of identity of like, okay, I'm going to do this because it's what I want to do, regardless of what society deems 
normal or acceptable for a straight man or whatever and it just like gave me that confidence of like okay that's just a minor step in being more comfortable and confident in me as a man and not needing mm-hmm. to uh, acclimate or um you know like compartmentalize myself in this box of expectations for people right you can be whoever you want to be yeah every day and it's not as like you know it's definitely not as big of a leap as shaving my as you shaving your head but it's it's the only thing I can kind of compare in that aspect and I think you definitely like inspired me in that sense because you you kind of showed me how you can take your life back in a certain manner just by doing simple acts like that and so I appreciate that um but yeah I also wanted to kind of just see like since everything you've been through in your relationship and all that kind of stuff you went through do you feel like you are now able to approach relationships better are you still working on that how have you kind of been able to identify where you're at in life with that sense um i think that i'm in a place where i know what i want yeah well not i don't know exactly what i want i know what i don't want right i know what does not work for me what will not work for me right and so those types of boundaries it's easy for me to be like oh absolutely not not like oh well we could try it and see like no yeah no i'm not gonna try that we're not gonna see about that you have your straight lines it's a hard no yeah it's a like a maybe some things are a maybe some things are a hard no like i will not put up with this yeah and that's it and anyone trying to juxtapose that or like kind of walk around maneuver and like there's no maneuvering because it's a hard no and that's it okay and then if do you have any like advice for girls who might be going or women or men who are going through maybe something toxic right now and they just need like some kind of advice that, that maybe you wish you told yourself when you were in the middle of that all or going through the heat of it? Is there anything that you kind of feel like or words of wisdom you could impart on them that you did on me? I know it's a tough question, but um, it's really about self-preservation at the end of the day. Yeah that's how I feel so just do things that are going to make your future self proud that's what I think about for me anyway and then like talking to you and when you were like in the midst of it when you were really going through it you were hurt and it's like that's fine feel those things but also look forward where are you going and how are you going to aid yourself in getting there so yeah I think another thing you mentioned to me that I still remember it because it was pretty recent but when you're feeling like uneasy or unhappy like again you said it's okay to feel that way but you also need to like get up go do something fun go do something creative um, work on your passions like you know I love a distraction yeah like focus on things that make you happy and the distractions like you said like they need to be productive or they need to be positive like the drugs and whatnot are not perfect distraction you can you should focus on something that can help grow you i mean you know whatever suits you that makes you happy in that regard and so that helped me a lot because yeah when i do get sad when i do start to like think of someone or like reminisce over that stuff you just like you end up sitting in the couch or lying in bed and you like mm-hmm. it doesn't help you just kind of snowball affect this depression and anxiety and i think instead i started honing it into like this podcast and photography and everything else like that and I think you can put all of that negative energy and somehow convert it into creative energy I think that's been great and like another thing you guys might not know or already know about Joy is she's a YouTuber and she does all this other stuff so 
um, feel free to follow her on her YouTube channel. And yeah, uh, it's Joy Walls, just yeah. the first and last name. J-O-I and W-A-L-L-S, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if you guys want to follow her on there, do you want to kind of give them a input on like what your YouTube is about and what you talk on there? Um, My YouTube is at a crossroads Okay. because I initially started it to help pre-dental students get into dental school. And then once you're in dental school to get through that to actually becoming a dentist because getting in is the easiest part. Yeah. Um. But on there, I just talk about whatever I want to. Yeah. Most of the time, I, like, I really do my best to include pre-dental stuff, stuff for dental students. But also, I'll do try-on hauls for figs. I love figs. We love yeah. figs. Um, and then I'll also do just life advice. I did a video like that, and people liked it. But it's really whatever I want to do. Basically, just, just whatever yeah. you're feeling in the moment. That's mm -hmm. good. Yeah, so this applies to anyone if you're listening. You don't have to be a dental student. You don't have to be a dentist. You don't have to be applying to dental school. You just have to be somebody who's interested in all those aspects of life. Um, but yeah, uh, outside of that, the only other thing I wanted to kind of address, I think we're hoping to have like an hour of this, but Joy has to babysit after this too. So we'll, we'll do a longer podcast at some point. Um, but you have, I have cookies in the oven. Oh yeah. I have to pull them out before well, I burn them. Okay. So, um, another thing I wanted to talk about is like you said earlier, uh, self-preservation and kind of being more intentional with yourself. So just to kind of give you input on how I've done that, uh, when I was going in the depth of the darkness and everything, I booked tickets to get out of the situation and I kind of escaped it and went and spent time in Seattle with a good friend of mine. We went hiking and we did all this stuff. And then in another instance, I went to Europe to go visit my sister and spend time with my niece and family. I feel like those moments take me away from any feelings of anxiety or uneasiness um, is just spending time with like friends and people I love and just being in a different place. Like I love traveling. Right. So um, in that sense, I think you gave me that that rationalization that whenever you're feeling these ways like you have to find ways to just preserve yourself and do something that you love and so I was wondering from your perspective what is what is it that you do when you're feeling those feelings or when you're trying to get out of those emotions I did the same thing as you okay I booked a ticket to San Francisco to see my sister I also love a trip to Mexico yeah solo travel is also really really fun and it is. very empowering yeah. so I love that, but if you can't book a ticket, if you can't just pick up and leave, just doing small things. Like, I really love baking, and I don't love cooking, though. One thing I will do is I will intentionally, like, get up, cook for myself, just be very methodical about it, very, like, I'm doing this for you because I love you. Yeah. Like, from joy to joy, you know? Yeah. So that's one thing that I really do. Um Baking, sleep in, read a book, listen to a podcast that makes you feel good about yourself for music. Like, don't listen to sad music unless you want to feel sad. If you want to feel good, listen to music that's telling you, I'm that bitch. Like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'll do things like that. It can be so small. It doesn't have to be extravagant or expensive, just intentional. I'm going to do my nails today so that my nails are done. And whenever I'm typing and I look down, my nails are done. Yeah. That's a good point. And I think 
I'm pretty bad at listening to sad music because I love sad music. I know it's, it's probably, so good. It's I have a whole worst. playlist yeah. fave sad songs. <laughs> yeah, it's something that I definitely. It sucks because I love music so much and I love sad music. And when you're in those states of mind, that's like the one thing you need to avoid. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, that's a good point. And then the solo travel thing, I agree with completely. I think a lot of people veer away from that, or not a lot of people, but a good amount of people I've talked to because they feel like especially women which I understand I feel like as a woman to travel alone it's a lot scarier and I think as a man I take that for granted but um, if you are able to travel alone and you do have the financial ability and physical ability to do so I, I do recommend it because I think in a way it also further gives you the ability to realize like you can do literally anything you want like you can you have this power to like book a ticket and go to an entirely different place in the world and be independent and make it on your own. And also just like to be happy to like sit down and eat dinner alone. You don't need somebody there with you. Mm -hmm. You can go to a movie alone. You can do all these things and like still appreciate and enjoy it. And I think that's something I really enjoy about the traveling alone is you get this experience with yourself and you don't have to rely on anyone or rely on this happiness with anyone else. You can right. just do it yourself. And then maybe down the road you can enjoy it with somebody or a partner, but you always have this memory of something that you experienced um, intimately by yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's definitely a good thing. Uh, the other thing I wanted to kind of address is something that my last guest, Lacey, who's an incredible human being, she's a therapist. So I just wanted to see where you stand on therapy and do you still see a therapist right now and how much value do you put into that as your self-awareness self-reservation um so i am not seeing a therapist right now because i got my own health insurance and i have to pay for things all by myself yeah adult living an adult life right but before when i was in school i was seeing one through the school and it was cool um i initially went to therapy for anxiety related to school because it was really bad to the point where, like, I'm so physically ill from this stress and anxiety that I can't even take my tests like I need to. Yeah. Um, and that really helped me in that aspect. Also, just someone to talk to who understood my journey and my process at the time. Because my boyfriend at the time, I'd be like, oh, I'm like, no, I can't do this, this and that. I don't even want to talk to you right now because I'm so stressed about school. And he's like, oh, it'll be fine. And I'm like... Of course it's going to be fine, but I have to make sure that I can do the things to make sure I can become Dr. Joy Walls, and that's not going to happen from me just thinking, oh, it's fine. Um, But in therapy for, like, reconciling things with myself, with, like, past relationships, it was really helpful because my therapist would help me understand this has nothing to do with you. Like, some things are completely out of your control, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. You All you control is all you can control. <laughs> yeah. And so if things are outside of you, they're not your decision, someone's acting a certain way that's upsetting you, you can express that to that person. They can change their behavior or they cannot change your behavior. But you have to deal with how you're going to deal with it. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to keep going back to this person who treats me like shit. Yeah. And if I do, that's saying a lot more about me than it is about the person. Yeah. I, that took me a year and a half to realize, <laughs> which is like insane because I still okay. have moments of weakness about it because you think like 
be like how like I look back at photos or videos of myself in that moment and I see a different person because I'm like how did I let somebody treat me like that or talk to me this way mm -hmm. it's amazing crazy. how you're you know <laughs> when you go through that this anxiety and uh, depression kind of takes over and controls and manipulates a lot of your behavior but yeah I mean when you bring that up too I'm guilty of when I was in dental school I was with somebody who was suffering that same anxiety and depression you were and I had never experienced it so I never understood it so I feel some empathy towards your guy which you know I'd still think doesn't make it right but I I think when you don't go through it or you don't understand it it's a lot harder to under like to pers like to really empathize with it mm -hmm. and I think even with her she was physically getting ill she was having trouble taking these exams and whatnot and I would just be like you'll be okay you know just breathe and you know simple stupid guy stuff that we say to make it you better. You were doing the best you could with the information you yeah, had. And I appreciate that but yeah. yeah I look back and I'm like wow like I really didn't understand this and it really makes me feel horrible but and I even talked to her and I apologized for it recently I was like you know I really until I felt it that anxiety you've talked about and I went through it I didn't understand what you were talking about and now that I have I'm so sorry you went through that and she was like no you, like you don't have to apologize you didn't know the feeling and I understand which was really nice because there was definitely a guilt in me about it and it's like I brought up earlier with you I think like once you go through it you have this responsibility to help people who are going through it because you can't like not a lot of people understand it and when those people don't understand it and try to give advice unfortunately that advice usually it's more damaging than helpful mm -hmm. because they give you the generic like oh don't worry you'll be fine you'll get through it and it's like if anything that makes it worse because it makes you feel guilty like why am i not getting through it right it, it should be better? fine exactly i did the breathing technique it's still not better and so yeah i think it's definitely something that took a lot of work and in a way weird way i'm thankful i went through this because it changes you completely it makes you a more empathetic person it makes you a more uh, rational person and it makes you almost over communicate everything and within the last couple of relationships or you know people i've talked to i feel like i now over communicate myself and i talk more about my feelings and whatnot to the point where sometimes they're shocked they're like i've never talked to a guy that talks about this stuff as much and it's usually you know a good reaction like they're like happy i'm talking about this stuff and it's i'm a good skill to have yeah and i'm thankful for it because now instead of like just sitting in silence or letting things linger i would just rather just let it out talk about it just get it out of the way instead of bringing it up later in a fight where it could be taken a lot worse or perceived a lot worse mm -hmm. um, so that's been pretty great but uh yeah um the other thing i wanted to kind of bring up was just your your ability to kind of express like our value as a person and how you have to like realize you're a bad bitch and you know like just really like hype yourself up and i think that's something i still have trouble doing to this day i think i've always had trouble accepting compliments and like taking compliments and whatnot and that's something i'm working on but uh, in that sense do you feel like it's something that you've kind of developed better over time or do you feel like you've always had that in you where you just kind of know your value and your your overall quality um so my family is a big part of that okay it's always been like a positive family yeah you're That's already good. it like yeah. you're already it that's awesome there's no going back from that 
so i already knew yeah of course we have moments and situations that make us feel like i make me feel like i'm inadequate i'm not enough i can't do this this and that but then i just go back to it i'm like i'm seven years old getting out the car going to elementary school and my mom goes stay black stay strong you can and you will yeah that's it yeah and that's also i think it's funny that you brought that up because that was like our first conversation you you made some joke about laughing at your own jokes yeah and i deemed you i was like if you don't laugh at your own jokes why should anybody else yeah that's true like if not me then who if i don't believe in myself why should anybody else yeah i don't know if you saw um trevor noah recently uh like he did his last show and i'm a big fan of him and he ended his last show with like this kind of goodbye speech and handed it with saying like if you want to know like strong and if you want to talk to somebody talk to a black female in america because they've been through everything like they they're at like the totem pole at the bottom and they have to work their way through everything so you know when shit goes wrong in america or when something happens they're the ones that like get most of the effects of it and i never thought about it that way like it's something that's like a given but you don't really like think about that and he was saying how like the strongest people in his life are the black women in his life because they raised him they showed him like how you need to know your value you need to know your worth and i think talking to you kind of brings that up again it's like it's really true it's you have to have it from a young age and you have to be inspired by people like that which like your mom and all these people Mm -hmm. they have to really promote that in you because if you don't get that then society really breaks you down right imagine if i believed everything the world said about me yeah and what i should be yeah and shouldn't be yeah it's just i'd be in this terrible little box yeah i don't want to be there yeah i unfortunately i wish kanye west isn't where he was now but there was a moment where he had this cockiness that i wish we could like that i always wanted to achieve but then there's always that line you can't cross and he crossed that line a long time ago but i think your level is just the right kind of medium where it's like you know your worth you know where you stand you know your quality but you also you don't feel like you're better than everyone right like you you still hold human values and other people in light and that's what you did to me is like when you found out what i was going through and you're like talk to me you talked to me on an equal plane and it wasn't like you were talking down to me you weren't making me feel horrible like oh get over it like whatnot and i appreciated that even from that perspective because there could be other people too where once they get over that they they can look at other people and like stand on a pedestal and be like i got over it now you you can too and it's like no you didn't do that you're like listen i know you're going through this right now and like let's talk about it like let's get through it like feel your feelings this is all totally normal and i appreciate that so yeah yeah i mean we're all just on this spinning rock in the galaxy doing the best we can and understanding that is a key to empathy for others and for yourself yeah we're all just doing our best that's true that's it this is kind of off topic but are you like a a astrology person Um, there's astrology or astronomy astrology okay astronomy which one with the signs yeah astrology okay are you um i'm into it i don't know as much as i wish i did but okay. i am into it okay do so you you're like sag yeah big so. sag energy do i have that <laughs> honestly you don't no i don't know why that is because when i think about sagittarians sagittarius's sagittarii 
Sages. Okay. <laughs> when I think about them, I think about showy, like ostentatious, but in the best way to where like you just want to, they, like people gravitate towards them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people don't gravitate towards me. That's so. not true. That's not true. Okay. Um, but you're not like boastful, showy. Oh, thanks. But you are. Okay. In cool. like a low key way. Thanks, I appreciate that. Do you feel that about yourself or no? Um, <clears throat> I think I'm, I've lately been walking this fine line trying to make sure I show my value, but also try not to be braggadocious about it. But yeah, my therapist and I are working on accepting compliments, which is something I have a lot of trouble with recently. I was talking to someone and she threw like this like boatload of compliments my way and I just started crying and I was like unable to like really accept it I got uncomfortable and we're trying to like unravel where that issue is with that and we had this talk and you told me like you know you you need to like accept those and take those in and Zai also told me like you need to thank people when they say that stuff like don't push it aside or ignore it because if you not agree with it like do you not agree with those things that are being said about you the good things um I think I have this weird thing in my head where I think sometimes it's like just them being polite or they're just trying to like be kind and you know kind of like when somebody offers you a gift and you deny it out of respect of like not wanting to take something or not wanting to like them to pay for your bill or whatever that is kind of like that built into me it's like no like I don't deserve that in a weird way and so we're figuring that out right now but yeah I think I also grew up like not really like dating a lot and um not really being like a ladies man or anything like that so when i get those sometimes a part of me thinks it's like one weird joke or something against me Uh, okay but yeah no i get it okay because i mean i'm the same way yeah which is really crazy (laughs) i mean you definitely play it off well but you even like you taught me like you can still feel that way but there's nothing wrong with like saying thank you and like showing that to some extent you you know that you have that in you but you don't have to like brag about it or show it off mm-hmm. um so yeah Cause, like you need people around you like that though because even if you don't believe like all the things that are being said about you somebody else believes it so maybe one day i will too yeah that's and true. you know you can't always be the one who's on it super confident and so when you're not you need people around you to yeah. like you said hype you up and there's this quote obviously i have to quote pop culture all the time but in euphoria they were sitting on a curb and at one point i think maddie said it to the other girl she was like i wish you saw yourself the other way the way other people see you and that quote just made me like break down because i was like holy shit that's like that hits me like really hard and uh it's true it's like it's crazy how sometimes you just see yourself in such a different light compared to how people see you and it's not to like you're on social media or you do all this other stuff and you get these comments and you're like wow this person actually like likes my smile. I hate my smile or I do this podcast and I hate my voice, but people say nice things. And it's just like, it's you, you do need that sometimes because you can have such a weird perception of yourself and it helps a lot to have that, um, just hype. So yeah, I appreciate that. But, um, yeah, I think we're pretty much like hitting the mark for the end of the podcast. So when we, I have another question for you. Yeah. I know this. Yeah. So we usually, we usually end the podcast with stuff like this. So it's kind of nice. Sometimes Zai and a lot of guests ask questions. So, okay. Go for it. What are you looking forward to in your 33rd year of life? Because today's your birthday. Yeah. 
Um, thank you for doing this on my birthday too. This is a nice little birthday gift, but, um, I think, uh, so my thirties, I was in the relationship that was not great. 31, I went through this really dark state. 32, I feel like I was growing from that. Like, I think like it made me an entirely different person. And so I'm hoping 33 now is me seeing the results of that growth. So hopefully I'm going to see more success, more growth, um, more, you know, pivotal formative moments in my life. Um, so I kind of see it as like, this is the muscle that I'm going to be able to now see after working out this last year and a half yeah. mentally speaking. So hoping for that, trying to keep a positive mindset towards that. And I think just, you know, doing this podcast alone, it was like my way of challenging myself to do something that I've never done before. And I think when you do that, it makes you believe that you can do the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. So I'm just going to put more kind of challenges for myself for the next year and see like what I can achieve. So, yeah, thanks for calling out my age though. I am feeling welcome. really old. Now, You're welcome. So <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, but yeah, uh, I just want to say thank you for coming on the podcast. I love you. You're a great person to thank have you around. For me. And, um, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this. If you have any questions, Joy, you want to give them information about your social media accounts? Um, okay. So on Instagram, I am Dr. Joyous, D-R-J-O-I-O-U-S. And on Insta, oh, I said Instagram, yikes. Yeah. You so should. YouTube is just Joy Walls. So J-O-I Walls like normal. TikTok or anything else? I don't like TikTok. Okay. I don't either. So that's <laughs> out. But yeah, thank you so much for having me. Love you so much. I'm so glad we're friends. Thanks, Joy. And uh, yeah, if you guys have any questions for her, feel free to reach out to her. Feel free to follow her, her YouTube and smash that like button and subscribe. Subscribe. Yeah. Don't watch my videos and not subscribe. Yeah. And if you click a video, you better let it play all the way through. Yeah. Good call. Okay. All right, guys. Have a good day and I'll talk to you later. Um, if you have any passions, make sure you hone them and enjoy them and go take care of yourself and love yourself. Right, mm -hmm. Joy? Okay.